Welcome to the AgroCast. It's episode 56. I'm your host, Brian Bentley. And with me is... <laughs> oh, man, you wanted me to say something. And I'm just going to go with it's Ben Wynn. Yes, that's me. <laughs> and David Becker. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's a CES wrap-up podcast. Uh, ben, ben, you wanted me to say those crazy names. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna do it. No, I, no, I'm not gonna do no, it. No, I figured no. you weren't gonna do it anyway. So that's why we'll say him right now. All right. Go ahead. I am the sonically infected. Uh, David is the deathly afraid of fish, and uh, Brian. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, I appreciate you not doing that. <laughs> but uh, I'm back in uh, Cincinnati. Uh, ben, you're still out there in Vegas with David. Yep. Uh, man, today was the last day of CES. Uh, pretty much uh, lights are off and everyone's going home. So uh, I don't even know where you want to start. Did you, you guys were there today as well, right? Actually, I was the only one there by yeah. myself. All right. So what did you see today? Anything good? Um, I didn't see any gaming stuff. I was pretty much focusing. Well, since I was there by myself, I was like, I'm gonna check out some of the things you know I want to see by myself. So I went to uh, I went to Samsung and uh, checked out this one TV because um, uh, G4 mentioned like the top three TVs that you need to check out and this TV, um, you know, regular plasma TV or whatnot. And but the one cool thing is it, the remote. The remote is like a universal remote. So like let's say you're watching, uh, let's say I don't know. Um, Let's say you know your your fiance is is watching one show and you want to see if the other show is like on or maybe a sports score or something. There's a screen on the remote that you can change the channel without interrupting the, the on the what's on the TV. Whoa! So kind of a picture and remote then. Pretty much. Yeah, it's it's a universal, but it's got a picture on there, and so you can scroll to what show you want, and like you can switch to that show like. Like any time you want. So let's say you're watching like two shows at the same time, and you want to see if the the other show has gone uh, back gone back from commercial. You can check to see if it's gone back to commercial, or or not by the, just the remote. It, I I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Is it That's, just a picture, or is it live? Like it's live, it's live. actual live. Okay. It's actually streaming right to the remote, and you you're watching it live. Wow. So I mean, I I thought it was pretty cool, and it, it just the high depth of it. I was just like, it was just. Amazing and just mind blowing. So. so, how big was the screen itself? I'll say about good sixty. Just a good sixty. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, it was wait. pretty big. I mean, it, it the was remote like, is sixty inches. I I don't know, but it just so it was the, it was the TV itself. How big yeah. was it? How big oh. was the remote screen? Oh, the remote screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, he's actually sizing it up with his fingers uh, right now. I want to say... That's right, we bring multimedia right to you. Say at three by four? Oh, oh wow, okay. That's yeah. that's pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty... I mean, I mean, the controller's pretty skinny. Like, you know... Um, yeah, it was pretty skinny, but the screen just looked amazing, though, on, on the remote and the TV itself, so... Okay. And did now, was there any listing there as, like, how much something like that would cost or... Yeah, the um, I wanted to ask the guy, but he was doing a presentation, and I was like, yeah, I didn't have enough time, because by that by, by that time I was like, um, yeah, CES is pretty much closing up, and because everyone was just starting to pack, and I'm like, yeah, I need to get going. <laughs> so I That's didn't. That's why you're forceful, and you tell me to go over there and be like, tell me how much this is going to cost. Just interrupt the people. Yeah, I think he was hating on me because I was starting to videotaping uh, with my. Uh, with my thing and he was like no 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 and just like blocking the screen I'm like yeah let me delete this video which I did which I actually did so you should have kept it actually, it's his fault for not you know telling beforehand actually I, I I I taped two of them oh there, there's one where I was like taping the Samsung sign and then like the actual main main screens and whatnot with the mini monitors or TVs or whatever mm-hmm. I ta- I started you know taping that I guess they never they didn't realize I was videotaping throughout the cross because I went to the three D TV and I showed the glasses, walked around some more and then I saw the TV and started taping that. So I do yeah. have it. I just wanted to tape another. Uh, I wanted to tape another one with just whatever they were showing, but he was just pretty much being a, a douche. So, 
So I, I didn't want to force my way to go ask it to. So, but other than that, um, what else did I see? I just went around to like some of the smaller areas and, uh, and see what the day saw, uh, what, what they were, there, they were showing and whatnot. And yeah, nothing really impressed me. But I think it stopped by uh, this pretty hot chick that, you know, we were talking about. Well, she's originally from uh, Midland, Michigan. So we were talking about the wings because I was wearing my wings hat. And so we were talking about that, you know, the unemployment and blah, 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 and how she was like, um, hey, you should come out here and, uh, you know, join the dark side over here. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> yes, you know, the old dark side of moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, I guess. It's such a horrible I, place. I see how it is. <laughs> dark side. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, that's why they call it Sin City. <laughs> Sin City. But yeah, other than that, I, I didn't really see so much. I, I did see uh, one game for the Xbox. Um, it's called Scrap Metal. Um, pretty much, pretty much, it's a, it's going to be just a a DLC Xbox Live only game, I think. And the, just pretty much, you remember Super Off Road for the arcade? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what pretty much is. It's that you have guns just like in Twisted Metal, and you can modify your your car in any way you want. There's like different modes that you can play. You can play just like a demolition mode. If all the cars are in this one enclosed area. And then whoever destroys the most wins. Um, there's a, a race just like um, Super Off-Road, except that you are using a weapons and speed bur- bur- um, bur- burst and, and all that. And then there's one mode. It's just like in... Um, the PC Grand Theft Auto, the overview where you're like mm. running away from the cops, that's that's the other mode. One of the, mm. the three modes that he was showing me, and I was like, God, I'm the super off road. <laughs> <laughs> Not I want to play this game. It's I'm a super off road. Yeah, well, that's what it was, and I was playing, and I'm like, Wow, this this place really similar to it, but I want to get this game. And he said it's it's um, it'll be coming out sometime in uh, this spring. Of uh, to, uh, of this year, and I ask him if if they're going to be showcasing it at PAX East, and he goes, "Yeah, I don't know." <laughs> at, at least wow. he was at least he was honest and told me he didn't know. That almost seems like the theme of the entire convention. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess, either but, that, or we're just asking ridiculous questions. People don't know. Yeah, just I don't. Know. Or we're just getting stumped. No, um, that could do. <laughs> oh, other than that, just roam around and whatnot. So. Just so let's so talk about let's talk about yeah. day two. Yeah, I was gonna say let's rewind back to Friday. Um, kind of starting out, I, I think uh, I think I have the first story of the day, which is um, went to uh, look at some new EA branded uh, Wii accessories, <laughs> and while I was waiting for my turn to you know quote unquote test them out, um, they one was the racket. You know, so you put the Wii Mo- the Wii Motion Plus in there, and they had uh, up on the big screen. Um, it was probably forty six inch, you know, TV in front of them, and uh, it was for EA Grand Slam Tennis. And the guy, the demonstrator, hands the guy the racket, and says, "Okay, this is a prototype, so be careful." And the guy just starts going off while the ball's coming. He's like going crazy, and all of a sudden you just hear crack, whap. And then all of a sudden, you, and then all of a, then you just see on the TV, it just like starts sp- spider webbing as the racket broke and flew into the TV. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Okay. And she's like, and then then the PR woman was like, yeah, let's not, maybe we, maybe we won't do a demonstration right now. Um, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we just bailed. Maybe thing, we but. shouldn't, isn't it? Wouldn't it have been better to go? So it looks like we're not doing a demonstration right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the funny part was like I showed up and I looked at the team I'm like who did that and so I walked over to Brian and, and uh, well, I think the PR lady Molly. was uh, Molly yep Molly um, and then um, I was like hey what's going on and, and Brian goes yeah you just missed the the most incredible thing ever I'm like what what happened and that's where he told me the story and I looked over and I'm like can I take a picture of that and, and Molly was like yeah no no, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh that was definitely a bright spot to the uh to the morning. Um 
actually but, live see somebody you know break their TV with a Wiimote. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Much, I, I, I think it would be much funnier seeing it that way than actual video. But you know, that's all Brian right there. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, so that worked out pretty well. Um, I think the big thing for the day was going over to Planet Hollywood and visiting with Capcom. Uh, we had that we had an opportunity to uh, kind of try a few different things. Um, why don't we start out, Ben? You did Super Street Fighter Four and uh, what is it, Tatsunoku versus Capcom and Mega Man, and Mega Man Ten. Yeah, I was going to do that separately because that's a different story. Oh, but, okay. So this is with Seth and uh, at Capcom. So. So yeah, we um <clears throat> well first off, if you follow the tweets, yes, I do use the controller and not the the, the, the stick. <laughs> yeah, because sure. I because I I guess I've grown out of the arcade stick and I just can't use it at all. But so they I, had the full arcade setup. Right I, I there, know the but power I, and everything. You don't have to sit down and use the stick I, I, I know, but still it I, I'm so not used to it anymore. Like it's just like the movements I want to use, it just I don't know. It feels weird for me. But anyways, um, they, they added what ten more characters to the game. They added a bunch of more online modes. One of them is like a like a tournament based type, where those who's not in the fight is watching you and also critiquing you or pretty much saying that you suck while you're playing the game. Uh, so, so I can see that being a great game night for Pwn. Um, and yeah. there, there's like other modes that they have on there. I just can't remember off the top of my head at the moment. And we'll explain more what happened at the end of day three. But uh, um, but one of the characters that I, I saw that I, they returned was Guy from the Alpha series, or if 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 you guys know a little bit more of the history from uh, from Final Fight. So I'm like I'm like this is awesome. You guys brought him back, and Seth was like, all right, let's go. <clears throat> I'm like, all right, so load up the game, and they had to bring out the the D pad for me, and the D pad was like arcade style, also, so don't worry. There was it, no difference outside of it. It was a handheld controller with all the buttons. Pretty and much, joystick. and and, and yeah. David here got a little pissed off because he didn't know that they made something like that. Anyways, <laughs> well, no, the guy the guy said this is our brand new one that they're just now putting out. Yeah, I. Like licensed through Capcom and all none of the Mad Cats or anything like that type stuff. Yeah, I just didn't would feel didn't feel comfortable. But anyways, um, so I'm um, starting to fight and whatnot, and Seth was Seth was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go go easy on you and blah blah blah," and I was like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, I I thought I told you I did play Street Fighter Four, but oh, here we go." <laughs> and so I started to do a couple moves, and he was like, "Oh, well, never mind." And so me and Seth went at it, and a I won. A couple moves, you you destroyed him in the first round, and he just kind of stopped. Like, okay, now the gloves are off. Apparently, you've played before. <laughs> and so yeah. me and him got into a close match in the second round, and but he won. And then the third round, uh, I took it, so I I, I beat one <laughs> one of Capcom's guys through there, but. The game run so much smoother. It didn't felt like it was dragging at all. And I, you know, I, to be honest with you, I think I'm gonna get it. <laughs> See, that was one thing I, I know I questioned. What we were there, not even ten seconds or so, oh. and we're the guy showing it off. And the first question I ask is, so why is this one not DLC but a full on disc? And he actually came back and gave a great response, especially because when they showed off all the. I think it was like six of the t- ten new characters, all the new game modes, and pretty much, you know, got everyone's hit- got new moves and yeah, whatnot. Everybody's got two super moves now, and pretty much I got him to admit that the, the Super Street Fighter is the, the the version of the game they wanted to put out from the beginning. Yeah. That and that, you know, Street Fighter Four was just kind of that. Well, let's get one out there and see if we have a fan base still, because it was like. What, like almost a decade or something like that since it pretty much and one of fan bases still has you know yeah exactly so and right now they're making they are making a Super Street Fighter 2 or uh, Street Fighter 4 wow oh and <laughs> I guess one of the other things that also made it actually more uh, like more likely to pick up for anybody who has Street Fighter 4 they're going to sell it at a reduced price it's not 60 bucks folks yeah you're not going to be paying 60 bucks for you know 10 more characters a bunch of tournament things most likely going to be like 40 See that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping it's gonna be like thirty, 
but most likely it's probably going to be forty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sort of set it up like it's going to be a budget title, which for Xbox 360 and PS3 adds forty bucks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, for forty bucks I, with all those modes, I say pick it up. I, I say when it comes out, pick it up because for sure I th- I know it's going to be a pole night, especially yeah. when you have uh, eight characters, and then. You know, be yeah, well, you have the, the ability to have so many people in a tournament oh, where yeah. they can all sit around and watch and talk smack, give tips, do all that stuff while they're watching, and then it's their turn to hop up and so forth. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely the definitive version, and it's going to be the one you're going to want to pick up for sure. And so, yeah, so after that, we went to play the other one, which was Capcom versus Toshiyaki. How do you say it? Tatsunoku. Tatsuyoku uh, All-Stars. And so I'm playing, not Seth, I played another uh, Capcom uh, employee. I forgot, forgot his name at, at the moment, but he he picked the giant robot dude, and I picked uh, Techno Man and Ryu. And I'm, hit, I'm looking, I'm looking at, at the, the move list, and it's really simple. Like, it, it doesn't ask you, oh, you need to do this direction and then a punch or a kick. It's pretty much any button and he'll do it. I'm so, like, it's just a button masher? It's pretty much, yeah, it was pretty much a dumbed down version of fighting game. That's that just button mashing. I mean, it's a fun game, don't get me wrong. I just wish that it was more technical than that. And yeah. I was hoping it was, but I guess not. You see, that kind of ruins the fighting game in general because the whole reason people get better than each other is that they can actually pull off those moves. Oh, yeah. But if all i got to do is sit there and, you know, spam the square button... Well, know, I was hitting more the, than... Or the Y button or whatever. Well, I was just doing more than just hitting the same button. I was just well, seeing which button it was and whatnot. He actually told me how to switch guys. I'm like, oh, okay. Because it, it, I, I was trying to figure out how to do that for the longest time, but I was like, okay... Yeah. Uh, but I beat that. I beat him, and then Seth came out, <laughs> and so we we went at it again. And so I think I he took one of my guys, I took out one of his guys, and it went down to like the end of the clock. The, the clock oh, yeah. the ended, and it came out who had the most health, and I came out on top. <laughs> so I mean, is is that a game? I think the game. Was a little disappointing than, than I expected to be because I thought it was going to be a whole lot more. I mean, graphically it looked great; it, it, it ran smooth, especially for the Wii. Uh, but I was hoping a little bit more, like more technical as a for a fighter game. But yeah. I can understand. I, I mean, I, I can understand because of all the the kids and whatnot and and all that stuff. But I, I guess personally for me, I, I wanted it to be more technical. But the, to me, there's just no reason why they couldn't have either had a you know, especially for the Wii, you know, have a, you know, if you want to have a novice mode where when you play the guy, it's a lot like button mashing. Yeah. But if you want to take him on, like, and, you know, really play for real, you should have that uh, have that option, so. Exactly. Yeah, so that's a little, but, oh, uh. In, oh, in, in that match, too, I was also on Ustream. Yeah, you oh, were you're trying on... to pimp yourself out all over Ustream I, I guess. the entire time there. I guess, yeah. Because it all started when we sat down to play Mega Man uh, 10, and he's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, is it okay if we uh, stream you over the internet on Ustream? And you're like, yeah. Oh, yes. Whatever, yeah, sure. Hey, on. This is my best. Mega Man. Like, he's like, this is my best side. <laughs> I was like, I'm looking over and giving the peace sign. I'm like, hey, what's up, folks? I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Mega, Man, Mega Man 10, they have two modes on there now. They have a regular and an easy and they asked me which mode I want, and I'm like thinking, I'm like, yeah, let's go with regular. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's like there's uh, thousands of people watching this. I should probably probably take the regular mode. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm playing through the game just like it just just like Mega Man Nine or any other old school Mega Man titles. It just plays just like that. You jump, you shoot, and that, and you move on, and you just keep on going and. And it has the classic 8-bit or 16-bit graphics. 8-bit, yeah, yeah. It had that classic 8-bit, that feel, that feel. Like, I felt like I was, like, 10 years old again and playing playing a Mega Man title. That's what I felt like. And I was like, I'm loving this. 
And so I'm going through the boards, you know, this, this is my first time playing through um, Mega Man 10 because I, I, cause I still need to pick up Mega Man 9, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. I know how hard that one is because everyone tell, say, is saying how hard that was. So I want to I want to pick up nine, and then when time comes, I want to pick it up. But I get to this one area where, um, where the boss looks like a soccer goal, but his face is in the middle of the upper pole, uh, upper upper um, rim, and then he's throwing soccer balls around and he's pounding his his fist, and you have to jump on the the fist to shoot his head and whatnot. And I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, it looked like it was a little difficult <clears throat> to do. Well, once I learned the pattern of where the ball was going, it was not that hard. It's just just knowing where the fish was going to slam down towards you because it it had this shock wave. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to jump, make make sure the hand goes up, shoot the boss, and then okay, fine. Finally, I was able to do that after dying like once, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then so once I so once I learned the, the pattern, it was easy. Go through it again. Uh, go through the second part of it, and finally got to got to the same area, same almost same boss. Is that that he had two electrical uh, beams at the end of the of the goal, so you couldn't just stay on the fist the whole entire way. You had to jump off. Well, it was pretty much the same concept, except that the the fist was like randomly coming down, like you had no prediction when what's, what the fist was going to do once it was lifting up. Yeah. So. While I'm finding it, uh, who was the guy that was? Uh, you know what? I don't remember his name. To be totally honest with you, I feel bad about that. But uh, he was like, he's like, okay, well, if you can get past this part, I'll be really impressed. Yeah, he was like, I'll give you mad props. I'm like, okay, so I'm keep on doing it. Like literally, like a minute and a half later, I, I beat it, and with, like with like two bars left, yeah, with, yeah. Like, with two bars left, and I was like, sweet. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was saying like he had only four people out of the entire convention actually beat it. Really? Fully through, yeah. Nice. That's awesome. So, uh, so you know, he finishes, and and there's gonna be a second part. It's like, should we move to the second part of the story, where our you know the celebrity quote unquote? I'm doing. Well, should we do? Quotes. Should we go to Monster Hunter first? Because that happened just before the celebrity, the quote celebrity sighting. Right. Yeah. So we uh, stepped over to do look at Monster Hunter try. Um, which is coming out in the Wii, and we started talking to them, and uh, Ben and I were able to do the demonstration where the two of us were connected, but one of the really interesting things, and we're going to have to see where this kind of goes, but they they were talking about how they got around the whole idea of friend codes um, and how they're using it, on their, how they're basically having you talk into their servers first into a hub world where you go around and... Um, be able to meet up with people and make parties and go out hunting for monsters. Um, but, you know, like, right, just for there, it was just the two of us. Um, it was actually really funny because they have a bunch of different types of, you know, uh, hunters. And, you know, like, there's guys with, like, big you know, big swords and spears and, um, you know, guys with, uh, you know, bow guns and crossbows or what have you. Um, and,. So we both end up picking the same guy. Like there, literally, there are like twelve, twelve characters to pick from, and we both pick the same one. I thought he looked cool. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> and, he, and he had this, you know, he could move from being a sword to a scythe, and and fight like that, or an axe or whatever it was. It was an axe. Um, I think it was called dual axe. It was the axe blade, is what yeah. it was. Ah, that's what it was. Um, but I guess for me, the one thing that it was is it was very easy to pick up once I knew what the controls were because I was pressing all the wrong buttons half the time. Um, but once I kind of... And dying. Un- yeah, and dying. I died a lot. <laughs> uh, well, I, I was standing there and I, uh, I was like, why is this not working? And then I figured out that the whole time I thought I was trying to hit the monster, all I was doing was switching the weapon from uh, from axe to sword. I was like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm good. No wonder I'm not actually hitting him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was quite so, hilarious to watch. Yeah, it was quite hilarious to watch. But you know, because I was killing monsters. <laughs> it was seamless, you know. What you know, Ben and myself. There was, I mean, granted, we were connected to each other, but um, yeah, our Wii's were connected to each other. Let's just say that. You just had to go and God, bring everything that down, didn't so you? So wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should say what your nickname was for the weekend. <laughs> Slap you. Um, <laughs> the Lion but, Wizard of Oz. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, for me at least, it was the ease of which, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot. Even though he said there was a combo system, uh, I found it to be really easy to pick up and play, and it was just a lot of fun. I mean, Ben, maybe you had more um, to add on that. I was just... There is nothing else to add. It was no, it was really easy to pick up, really easy to connect and, and just just play. I mean, you pick a boss, and you just pick your guy and you and you go. I mean, you know, it was just I, it's one of those titles that I can't wait to come out because you know I I just I played Master Hunter before, but not to the extent where you have other friends come in and join and you know face the monsters. And I believe it's like. If you have your sing- if you play the single player, whatever armor you get or whatever, you can transfer that over to the online world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'm really excited about that because, in in a way, it's almost like a mini MMO, but then you have the you have the offline and the online portion of it, which right. is, to be honest with you, I can't wait because you can customize your character the way you the way you want. It. I'm not sure to the extent of how much you can customize, but there is some customization that you can do. So. And I think I think what I really liked was that when he was talking about that hub world, and you know going in there and they have like some you know goofy mini games to play people with and just have fun with it, or you can go out and do some hunting. And what I liked, what it made me think about it was, this is what Animal Crossing City folk should have been. Yeah. Go yeah. into this hub world, meet up with people, and go do something. Oh, definitely, yeah. That, that was all I could think of during this whole time. See, the only thing I had an issue with with the entire thing, like, I didn't actually sit down and play, but I watched, was he kept referring that there were, because tr- like, I asked about why there were so many loading screens, and he's he was talking about why, um, how, how they're trying to give the most in-depth world or whatever the Wii can pump out, but to me, it did, none of the graphics in the game looked all that extensive, so I'm not sure if those loading screens were something to keep your guys' connectivity up or not. For latency purposes. Yeah. I to be honest with you, I I think it just and it's just me though because it, I I highly doubt, especially kids or or anyone that doesn't really have that much time to play. Yeah. That you just want to go from one area and to to the other, and you don't have to want to walk all the way through the, all those terrains and whatnot. See, that makes sense. And I understood that because there was all those little yeah. you know, little alleyways you had to run to and it jumped you through those. But that was one of the points he was trying to make is that they're trying to make this game one of the most visually stunning on the on the Wii. Yeah. And, I, I mean, the graphics, I mean, aren't horrible, but I don't think they're any better than most of the other games that are visually stunning on well, the Wii. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you, but it was like, I'm not sure how... How big the world they're gonna have it? That's true. So it, it we'll see when the game comes up. Maybe, maybe it was just like you know one of those back uh, betas or whatever that they were. Well, that, that's what released. he was saying. Is it was a demo and all that stuff? Yeah. Because there's supposed to be more characters you can choose from and all that stuff. But, so yeah. Well, yeah, but we'll see when the when the game <laughs> releases or whatnot. But it, it's it's another one of those titles that I'm definitely gonna get. So yeah. All right. So David, walk us through. The celebrity. (laughs) So, to kind of redeem ourselves from the the horrific time we had with Dark Void on Thursday, we decided we'll go straight to Capcom, we'll check out Dark Void. I was going to play it, they had it set up in 3D and normal. And then, like, just as I'm about to ask the the, the PR person to show it off, everybody in the room jumps to and almost looks like they're going over to suck somebody's cock off. Yeah, that's somebody being... uh, Brian Crescente from Kotaku. And, of course, I like point that out to everybody, and nobody can see because he's surrounded by all the PR staff because apparently he's big game. And they start, you know, pretty much we get ignored from that from that point on. Yeah, and basically. We're, we're palling around doing our own thing. But then I'm standing there, like, I'm waiting because some other group of guys was doing They did an interview with the lady in front of Dark Void and then decided to redo their interview so they could record it. And it was... I guess we stood there for, what, 15, 20 minutes yeah. waiting so we can play Dark Void. But while we were standing there, I was watching watching what was going on, and he actually went over to um, the Mega Man 10 and started playing it. So I was watching it, and you know, he was doing pretty much the same level you know, as, as Ben was, except for when he got to the first soccer goal boss, he kept dying. 
and dying until it got to the point where he's like, okay, screw it, and swapped games. <laughs> he gave up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I win. <laughs> Agile Gamer 1, Kotaku 0. So uh, that, was, that was part of the fun, but, you know, out of all of that, pretty much all the rest of the PR staff was, oh, my God, we have to make sure this guy's walking on rose petals everywhere he goes. On top of that, I was feeling like I wanted to pick a fight and not ruin our <clears throat> you know, relationship with Capcom. So we ended up leaving pretty much after I was like, okay, I'm come back and play Dark Void some other time. Yeah, it was... I mean, you have to understand, like, all of a sudden it was just like, we were just like, uh, why are we here? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, we were being totally ignored, which is, you know, I mean, okay, we're, you know, we're not Kotaku, but we're there. We had an appointment. Yeah. You know. Well, we walked in, and, like, the first thing that happened, yeah, we, we got similar treatment, but it wasn't, like, as, as you know, as frantic as all they did. But, you know, we walked in, and their head head lady, uh, Melody, she came over, and, you know, she she yeah, got off the couch, whatever, and started us going over to Street Fighter and all that stuff, and we were being passed around between all the developers and PR people. But as soon as he walked in, we didn't exist anymore. Yeah. I mean, it was... It well, was again, when anybody else... I mean, nobody else in there did, because there was, a, there was another guy there who was like... I remember standing right in front of him, and he, he asked the same girl. He's like, yeah, I'd like to check out Dark Void so we can write something up on the blog. And the, she's like, yeah, well, hold on. And, like, left him standing there, and he just kind of looked around. He's like, you know what, screw this, and then left. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Capcom treated us well when before the whole rose petals and... Yeah. And Saxon or... <laughs> or something like that, but it, it, it was just... I mean, they treated us, you know, everyone. It, it was low key. It was in a suite, but you know, I, the one thing I was like, I like was just you know, everyone treated us pretty well when we were talking about games or asking questions or whatnot. And was, even when I started out being a dick to the guy for Street Fighter Four, we still got treated pretty decently. You know, he answered yeah. all of our questions, actually twist, you know, turned my opinions and all that stuff around on on the game. But it was like as soon as he walked in. You know, hold on, I'll be right back. But anyways, um, but yeah, <clears throat> the one thing I like was when uh, when uh, when I was playing Mega Man Ten, and I, you know, the the guy that was monitoring the chat room was telling me what people were saying ab- uh, about me and playing the game. I was like, okay, I, can I just play the game? But you know, I I, I like how what I, it felt weird. I never had anyone watch me play a game like that before. Especially yeah. live streaming like that, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was, it was overall. I mean, it was it was a good experience. It was just kind of left a little bit of a bitter taste in our mouths as we left. It was kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah. Um. So we ended up going. Uh, let's see. We just end up going back and uh, you know going to David's to start writing, and that's how we got some articles out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Um, but that sort of ended day two. So moving on to day three, where we didn't really have appointments, so it was kind of a really chill day where we got to actually go around and see things. Um, so maybe we could talk about some of the cool things that we've seen uh, in I day three. Went, I went to see Razor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually did also. Um, so the Sixth Sense technology, we talked about it on the last podcast, um, but this time uh, Ben actually got to go and get them video, and I, I just kind of want to get Ben, I want to get your... Uh, impressions before I go into my uh, actual hands-on stuff. My impression of it is, is I can see it. I can see it actually being work, working. Uh, just my just my thing is like, is it only going to be first-person shooters? I mean, can you use it for like RTSs or any other games, strategy games, or anything like that for for the PC and whatnot? Because that's the one thing I'm really wondering. About the the controller, I mean it's nice and all. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I I I thought it could have easily won best of CES, but it didn't. But I got I can understand uh, the reason why the the precision the, the precision of the the controller the way the way he was using his sword was amazing. It was completely awesome. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really seen a game or, or a controller that can handle 
uh, a, a katana like that, to be honest with you. I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, I just wanted to be like, C- can I play Jedi Knights with that? <laughs> yeah, that was, believe me, uh, actually, that was funny, because I said something to him, like, what about lightsaber? He's like, yeah, that was the first demo we put up. It was like yes. the first tech demo. It was like the first thing we did was make that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was actually really funny. If, if they uh, if they release that controller, I want I want Lucas Arts to make a game for with that controller so they can release it and have it online play so that you can face other people. It would be epic. Yes. It really it really would. It be. would be. Legendary. <laughs> Legend. Wait for it. And Wait I hope for you're it. not lactose intolerant. Dairy. Yes. Um. <laughs> but, well, I actually got a, a couple. I actually got to go hands on with it, and I, I must say, well, before I, you know, start going off and just praising this thing because I, I absolutely loved it. Um, is it's not going to replace your mouse and keyboard. It's not going to replace your controllers. It's not going to replace anything. It's just going to enhance the um, the games that you want to use it to play. Um, so it's my bad. All right, no problem, no problem. So having these two things in your hand, they're actually pretty light, and so they're not really overly heavy. You know, so it's not like you're going to get tired actually using it. Um, it's really easy to pick up the movements, you know, because the um, the they have little uh, joystick or little analog sticks on them, like on the face. And those are very, like, sensitive. So if you just kind of give it a light push, it start, you'll start to strafe or you'll be able to move around. And being able to move, you know, your right hand to kind of move your vision around, it, it really was pretty awesome. Um, and then be able to pull the trigger and then be able to hold out the katana and just start slicing zombies up. It was great. Um, and, and they have, they were like, we have so many different options we can do with it we actually have almost too many options like they like they couldn't figure out everything to map stuff to i mean like reload is literally like it's and it's very very subtle like you're by left hand it's just rotating i mean it wouldn't even be 90 degrees it was just a little slight rotation and then all of a sudden i'm pulling i'm reloading um so i mean it's something even even easier than you know like um a light gun game where you shoot off the side of the screen it was just click Boom, and I'm I'm already reloading into the next thing. So yeah, um, that was really really seamless. So um, definitely, you know, something that I think that's going to make a big difference. Like you know, for certain games, I think it may give it some um, more immersive experience, uh, even more so than say like a 3D gaming. You know, um, so yeah, I, I think what it, I think it's a start. On how people are gonna, is gonna change, or uh, how people are gonna play PC games now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's gonna, you know, pick up slowly for sure because, you know, you know, I know, and David knows, nothing beats a mouse and keyboard. Right. It's true. <laughs> I mean, especially a first-person shooter, nothing really can beat a first-person shooter, uh, a mouse and keyboard. But will this change the way that people look at at games or how they would play PC games now? Yeah. I would like to see more developers and, and companies make games for for the controller, to be honest with you. Right. I'm actually excited. And I'm hopefully maybe the PC PC gaming world will actually make a comeback. Maybe PC gaming's Whoops. dead. What's that? PC gaming's dead. I, I no, I I'm not saying it is dead. I'm saying I'm, I'm saying I'm saying PC gaming is like is on life support. Yeah, I'll, I'll go there. I really will. You go to GameStop or any other any other stores. You look at their PC selection. It's like slim picking. Yeah, they have so many copies on those shelves. It's not even funny. That just kind of contradict itself. But... Well, no, I mean it's, it's not different titles. Yeah, but there's 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 not that many titles, but you see the same titles, and there's so many copies of them. Yeah, you you, you just don't see them. And it, you know it it doesn't help when you have a Steam account and you can just download it from there too. Yeah, so especially when they run those deals like they did over the holiday. I actually looked it up. I bought seven games. No, no, seriously. When you if you have a Steam account and you buy games from them, mm-hmm. it's just 
what more do you need? You don't you don't need anything else. You don't have to go to the store or anything else. Because all you're doing is you're just buying the software and what you're going to do, have it install this? like the installed it will, well, yeah. Yeah, well yeah not, we're not taking that away from them no, no. but anyway so the, you know that's the whole six cents thing um what else did we see on day three i mean david you actually got to head over to sony booth and and play some god of war and what have you oh here we go i actually had to leave the sony booth like i was checking out I looked a little bit at Heavy Rain. I looked a little over at Mod Nation Racers. And then I saw the line forming over by God of War. So I walked, just walked over there just to check it out. Not that I haven't played the demo, you know, 40 times. And I'm just standing there looking at it. And it looks the exact same that was at E3, which you can download and all that stuff if you bought District 9 or the collection or whatever. But I figured, okay, the, the guy standing here showing it off. He might know a few things, so let me talk to him, see what, you know, kind of PR stuff or whatever he has. So I'm trying to just normally chit-chat with him and come to find out he's never played a single game of God of War. Nice. So I, 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 I had to leave. I literally left the Sony booth as soon as I heard that. Epic fail! I mean, like, uh, um, I mean none, none of the people that were actually showing the games in the Sony booth... Seemed like they knew all that much outside of the guy who was showing off home, who, you know, was the head director of home, you know. But none of the other guys were like, they almost seemed like they were hired interns just to stand here and go, yes, this is the game, don't break it. <laughs> I, I don't know, I think the guy that, that, that was showcasing uh, Heavy Rain knew a little bit. What would you say, Brian? Yeah, I, 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 but I don't think he knew anything outside of the script that he was given. You know, oh. because I, it was one of those things where you had to at least have a working knowledge of of the game. Because believe me, like it took me a little bit to kind of get used to like the feel of the game. Um, so he had a, he had to at least have a way of helping walk people through it. You know, whereas God of War, I mean, like no offense, I'm I'm sure it's a wonderful you know great game. It's a lot of fun, but I mean, true. you go in and you beat the crap out of shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like. <laughs> You know, it's not like it's brand new, you know, way of telling games or anything like that. So, no, um, no. yeah. So it was, I, I think was he good. had to know. I think he probably had to play it a little more so that he understood what was going on. But I mean, I started asking about about like PR contacts and like what were you know where things were going, and he just was totally didn't know anything after that. So, I think he knew a lot about that demo, but I wouldn't say he knew about the game or anything. So. Oh, yeah, what else did we see? Um, well, we saw Bioshock. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first day, um, early in the morning in Bioshock, well, we went to the... IGN. The IGN tent, actually. Yeah. They Because they were outside. And, you know, that sense it was, like, really early still. Not that many people were there. So they're like, oh, yeah, come in. Come play the multiplayer and whatnot. So we, we entered the, the truck... Um, and, you know, we all sat down, picked up the controller, and started playing. You know, match starts, and we're all playing and whatnot. And and we, we can put all worries to rest. The multiplayer for Bioshock 2 is fucking amazing. It's, it's incredible. To be honest with you, that was my first time playing Bioshock, any Bioshock ever. Especially the, the, the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And the incredible part was that it was running on Sprint 4, uh, 4G network. Yeah. And it, it almost, like, when we first sat down and played it, it felt like we were all networked together in a LAN or whatever. And as we finished, the PR guy's like, no, we were running off a of Sprint's new 4G network here. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, graphically, I thought it looked awesome. Well, I couldn't really see because I had a sun glaring on the TV the whole entire you time. You chose the bad seat. Well, well, yeah, well, I didn't have any choice. It was like, that was the only seat. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and pick up the controller. So anyways, we're all playing and whatnot, and, you know, me and the PR was going back and forth, you know, free, uh, freezing each other and, and, and trying to kill each other, which, actually, he was trying to kill me, but I kept on killing him. So... You know, um, tell them why you guys were killing each other back and forth. Because um, you were trying yeah, to get something. We, we were trying to get the big daddy suit. <laughs> so we were... At, at one point, I saw him killing someone, 
and trying to get the big daddy suit and I and I pretty much um fragged him from behind and I picked up like, the the big daddy suit. I was I was like I hold A, all of a sudden my screen went black and then all I heard was I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be fun <laughs> And here David and Brian doesn't know that I was actually in the suit. So I'm walking around and they see Big Daddy and I think they were just running for their lives at that point. Yeah, yeah. I was. I admit it. As soon as I saw the Big Daddy turn the corner, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta get out of here." It was like four shots from his gun, and we were dead. Yeah, it was. It was pretty much like three, four shots, and like the person went down. So here I am, just killing people left and right. I think I killed like I just stood there, and like they were all trying to attack me, and I killed them all within like minutes. And also, I killed the last guy, which was the PR guy, and like the game ended, and I looked at my score, and I I, I walked away there with a. Uh, um, twenty to four KD. Wow. Yeah, but you were just going around fragging. I was looking into the game itself. Well, I was too. Oh, oh, oh those oh, are just excuses. <laughs> <laughs> you were tied with me. That's how bad it was. Well, no, no. Like, like I was saying uh, when we were talking about it, um, there's also other facets besides just going around shooting yeah. each other and killing each other. Like, I was going around hacking all of the turrets, so you can actually hack them all and have them help you out. And they give you an assist, or you can actually go over and booby trap vending machines, which is the only way to get your uh, plasmids back up and all that stuff, or your Eve back up and yeah. your health back up. So you could booby trap it, and pretty much, I, I wasn't sure if it was an instant kill, but it did a lot of damage. Oh no, those stores were were important. <coughs> like you could, you can't really, you have to be careful on where you walk in, because if if a turret is right there, or a trap, you can't, or a trap, you can't really shoot down the turret. You only yeah. only way you can do it is hack it. So you have to find your way to that turret, hack it, so that turret can be yours. Yeah. So it, it had a little bit of strategy. But for me, though, it was I was just going running around shooting people. That was That's all I was doing. I mean, there was a couple of times I ran into a trap, and one guy told me I, was, I went into a trap. I'm like, yep, I'm not going back to this area. <laughs> My area. <laughs> so, but yeah, Bioshock 2... Um, well, one of the, one of the things also to quell any worries anybody had, uh, Bioshock Two, the actual single player game, is being built by Two K in Boston directly, and that's it. They're not touching the multiplayer at all. Yeah, the multiplayer is run by a company from uh, London, on Ontario, Canada, which is actually about a couple miles away from my from my house. Oh wow! Yeah, but they they outsource the entire multiplayer to the same team that ported Bioshock to the PS3. So we don't have to worry about 2K, you know, ruining any of the single-player mode just because they had to get multiplayer done, which is, I know is one of my concerns because I love the Bioshock franchise, and if they ruin the story just because they wanted to slap in multiplayer because everybody loves multiplayer, I'd have been really upset. But now it seems like pretty much you're getting two games for one because you have a whole different dev team who built Bioshock 2 multiplayer. And the, the original dev team who built just Bioshock 2. And they said that they, and because the game got pushed back, they actually added more modes. So there's like up to seven different type of different modes for multiplayer. Yeah, they were they were saying originally for the multiplayer when they were about when, the, when their deadline was due, they had what four or something like yeah. that modes. Yeah, four or five, yeah. And then they got then the delay happened. Like, oh well, we'll just add more stuff. So which they did. So um, definitely look up a Bioshock 2. We we'll oh. probably. Read- Talk about it some more as before the release and whatnot. So uh, we'll we'll keep you guys updated on what we find out and all that stuff. Hopefully they'll uh, they'll show a little bit of the single player at uh, PAX. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Although Oops. they might be keeping stuff hidden to keep the story yeah, hidden. Because... Yeah, yeah. They probably don't want that leaking out. Exactly. Well, we'll play one more to play then. Yeah. Hopefully they'll they'll show us more modes then. Yeah, like they just... capture the little sister. Yeah. 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 Wait, he started talking about that. I was like. Oh yeah, because he's like the team that's defending. They get a big daddy suit, and you know, and, and I'm like, all right, that sounds like fun. So, so anything else? Our, yeah, what else we got? Uh, I don't really have anything else I can no, think of. I think that's it. Yeah, I didn't see anything else really that wowed me out. I mean, it, there was the 3D TVs everywhere. It was just kind of. It was the year of 3D TVs. To be yeah. honest with you. And yeah, they had a few out there that didn't require glasses. They had a ton that required glasses. And the, the ones that didn't require glasses, I mean, it's good to see that they're making progress, but it still needs work. Yeah, it, yeah. it still needs a lot of work. Oh, but oh, I forgot. 
Remember the sniper rifle? Yeah. Yeah. I went to that same. I went to that uh, area today. Yeah. I completely forgot to mention uh, this. Went to that area today, right? So I saw this one guy playing it. He had the uh, the PS3 version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not get it. It was Ooh. total crap. There was you had the the analog stick on, on the back, right where the handle is, and then mm-hmm. you have the trigger. Oh. Well, in order for you to switch your weapons or anything else, there's buttons right by the by the handle by the 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 barrel of the gun. Okay. So, so not only are you 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 don't even use the gun to point. You're pretty much going like this the whole entire time. Oh, you're moving moving around with the analog stick, so it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're paying attention. You're not even really using using the pointing the gun like you're supposed to. You he was more concentrating on where he needed it to go and whatnot, but. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was total it, it crap. It was more or less just the the novelty of having a M4 exactly. pretty much controller. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. But eh, at least you know I saw it. Yeah, saw it. Yeah. So. <sighs> I, I think, think so. I, uh, yeah, I don't really think there was a whole lot else that we uh, that we really checked out. So. So you can find us at the usual spot, twitter.com, phone.com. Uh, you can find Brian at Quickland. You can find yep. uh, David at The Real Hades. That's right. And then you can find me at Church4252. This has been Ben. And Brian. And Sickly David. And we are out, and hopefully we'll see you guys um, maybe this upcoming Tuesday with Mike, and we'll, have, we'll probably talk some more CES and what we saw in and whatnot and all that good podcast stuff. won't be up by then yeah I, you know what I, I would not be surprised but whatever alright I'm so, tangenting us again let's let's get out of here but, but, right. but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll put up more articles and impressions of CES as this week goes on and uh, see you guys at uh, PAX East <laughs> yeah alright peace later peace